<laughs> Alright, we're in. Alright, we're live. Welcome back to the... Now we've renamed it. Jevin. Jevin. The Jevin Show. <laughs> the Jevin Show here at HQ Coaching Central, G-Bung Brisbane. Welcome to everyone that's listening. I did see, or have been informed that there are more listeners now. We're up to... Yeah, 16. 16. So we, we start off at... Four. We're going with four because you don't count. <laughs> yeah, one, right. of the, one of every week, one is me, so we just deduct one. Yeah. Right. I like to listen to myself. But we do have Jack sitting here and we have a guest, a yes. special guest, Mr. The Epic, Mr. Luke Swanson. How you doing, guys? So we brought Luke in today as he's going to be running a... Oh, what sort of workshop should we call it? It's going to be... It's going to be an intense one. Mm. We've called it. Yeah, we've called it. I've called it Animal Instinct, and I'm going to go into that in a minute. But first of all, let's get a little. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of background on um, Luke. I've only spoken to Luke once before this minute. We met up yeah, at yeah. Fox Coffee last week. Um, but I'm going to riff off some things about Luke that I didn't know that I've got here. And like, you've got 20 plus years experience in. Like, I've got here Muay Thai, MMA, boxing. Um, you're a head coach. Uh, is it- so I, I've, I've got a, a lot of experience in martial arts. I kind of started when I was about ten, nine or ten, mm-hmm. and then uh, as I came out of high school, I got into Muay Thai, and then I did that for a number of years, and then switched over to boxing, and just sort of went back and forth between those. So uh, that was when I was seventeen, and I'm I'll be forty two this year. So oh wow, yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. And he's still pretty. He's still like pretty good looking for a guy that's oh, probably damn. been punched in the face for twenty plus years. Yeah, forty two. Right. Yeah. See, you learn something new every Jeez, day. Didn't there you? you go. Lesson learned for the day. And just okay. to show the quality of, I moisturise. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> so just so you guys to to understand the, the level at which Luke has both. Um, coached at as well as performed at is you. I've got written here. You've represented. Well, you've had fighters who've represented a state, national, and regional level. Well, I've, I've had, as as uh, I, pro- I train professional and, a- and amateur. Mm-hmm. So, I've had an, a number of the opportunity to work with a number of really highly sort of decorated fighters. So, I've worked with alongside of uh, world champions. Uh, I'm working with a world champion at the moment, uh, as in I'm helping her sort of transition from from one. Uh, discipline to another. Yep. And actually, Kev knows her. Her name is Sam Brown. So, yeah, mm. she's doing, she's achieved some really, really awesome stuff in the realm of uh, Muay Thai. Yeah. And so now she's going to, she's going to stay with Muay Thai, but she's going to try some boxing as well. She's travelled all over the world, hasn't she? she? Yeah, yeah. She's four time Australian champ and yeah. she was uh, one time Infusion World Champ. Would you want to get into the ring with her? I did this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Shout out to Sam Nanu Brown. I'll um, see you soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's just one of the people. I mean, I worked for and with Ian Jacobs. Yeah. Triple world champion. Um, I wasn't showing him anything. He was showing me lots of stuff, though. Okay. But I had the opportunity to work with these guys. And, and as far as people that I've trained and, and helped through, um, they've represented like one of the boys that I trained you know, for quite a, quite a few years. He represented Queensland, he won multiple titles as an amateur. Mm. Um, I've also worked with uh, professional fighters that have won state, regional, uh, regional being like Australasian and 
you know, specific titles and that type of thing. Damn. Yeah. You've been around the the block, the, the block a lot. Yeah, I'm just a, I'm just your average gym rat. Just your average <laughs> gym rat. <laughs> yes, I love it. So, like I said, the reason why we've got the Luke on today is he's running a workshop at HQ called um, Unleashing the Animal Instinct. And the reason why this came to my mind was because, and I'm, I'm going to sort of ask the question now, Luke, and then ask you to answer in a, in a second, that the the mindset that you have and the, the techniques that you use with your fighters and with yourself can not only be applied to just like boxing and Muay Thai, it can be applied to like lifting as we have here with normal lifters from like elite power lifters to your average new gym goer. But, and this is the question here, am I right in saying it also that these techniques can, can be used just for people throughout the day to day? Absolutely, I mean, all, all it is is, is tapping into a into a, an emotional state. Yep. So, you know, in, in the case of uh, the fighters, or at least some of them, not all of them, they want to access and like the aggression that they need to get through the fight mm. and <clears throat> that's where it sort of translates over when it comes to uh gym work whether it's i mean heavy lifting you need to sort of be able to tap into some of those lifts you only get one shot of yeah, power yeah. Then. and so uh but you know there would be other there would be other states that you might want to incorporate into that like confidence and uh focus that type of thing so we work with that as well that's really cool um because I always remember, and, and as you speak, it brings up memories for me when I used to compete in powerlifting, um, particularly with my deadlift. So Nat Hodges, he calmed my squat down a lot. I used to get quite aggressive under the bar when I was squatting. He calmed that down. I actually found more focus. Benching was the same, but for deadlifting, I used to completely unleash. And um, this angry Asian Kev would go running and screaming full roar to the bar and just rip this thing. But it would literally be a case of, it's you and me, we're dancing, and one of us is going to win. Yeah. That's that's all that's going on here. Um, well, I think it's I think something that you just said then is important because you mentioned about anger, and there there is a distinction between the two, but they but they kind of go hand in hand. Like you, they turn up they turn up to the party together often. Mm. Anger and aggression. Uh, and I was thinking about this the other day and I was talking to Kev about it earlier I, I was, you can see uh, that when somebody can separate anger from aggression for instance you could have somebody who's really angry but not aggressive mm. and then you could have somebody who, who knows how to be aggressive but but doesn't sort of let the anger creep in right and okay. essentially I mean it, it depends on the person um, but if you don't want to feel angry I, I find in fighting if you get angry you make mistakes yeah, you become irrational and just yeah. unleash with, uh, like, you're not thinking about it. Yeah, so the idea in, in, in combat is controlled aggression. Mm. Um, you know, what, how I think about what I think about somebody who is angry but not aggressive is uh, George Costanza from Seinfeld. Okay. You, have you ever watched Seinfeld? No. He's an angry little man, but he's <laughs> not aggressive. Right, okay. He loses, he's, yeah, he just loses it, but he doesn't, he doesn't get aggressive or do anything hostile. Except verbally, maybe. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, I'm thinking of like the, the people who are going to be listening to this, and we want we want 20 this week. Like, show another bit of growth, right, Kev? Yeah, we'll So, if you listen to this, share with your friends. Yeah. But, so for someone who who is lacking confidence, they're like lacking, they're lacking focus, they're, they're feeling overwhelmed, and let's put it like, 
across the board if you're a fighter if you are a mother of two if you're a fucking 17 year old guy who is lifting weights to get fucking big and strong as fuck a girl who's like maybe has um stroke like has an eating disorder and struggles to lose lose weight you know i've got some things here and you know the the mindset that you put them in through like your ecosystem will create a, a new identity tell me a bit more about that okay well i've i've got a system where when i work with with fighters i it's kind of a i guess you could call it a model mm -hmm. and all it is is it's a way to create a certain identity that you might need to show up on the day and, and i use the same idea of uh like a superhero yep you know so for instance superman is always superman mm -hmm. but he's only he only brings Superman out when he has to. So he's walking around Clark Kent, he's fitting in with them with day-to-day -day society, and when the time comes and he has to be Superman, mm -hmm. he becomes, well, he allows himself to become Superman. Ah, okay. And we, we all have these things within us. We have uh, the power to control our emotional state whenever we want, if we practice it. Well, that's it, yeah, because like, we, we all get overwhelmed, we all get fucking, we all have bad days we all have good days yeah and on, on like part of the reason why me and Kev love this podcast so much is because we like to give people actionable steps yep. like something that you know they can just they can we're 10 minutes in and I want them to be able to give them something now that they can just take away and like, thinking of like that new identity so if there's yeah. someone at the moment they're feeling like they're a bit low on confidence they're a little bit they're lacking focus a little bit overwhelmed is there one thing that you can just be like absolutely try this little thing yeah just yep. dabble around this yep so I've got a step-by-step -step process that I work through yep. with these guys, and I'll tell you what it is. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the first thing that I get my guys to do is I get them to write down the top three, it doesn't have to be three, but I usually say three, the top three, uh, the top three goals or things that you want to achieve mm -hmm. regarding your sport. So, you know, with the fighters, it could be to have X amount of fights to fight on a certain level it could you know whatever it is yep then you write down in what ways are you blocking yourself or stopping yourself from from reaching these things and then write write all of that stuff down cool. so what what do i do to to hinder myself reaching these goals then the next thing that i get them to do is find uh, a mentor whether that's somebody that they have access to or somebody they don't have access to meaning is it somebody that you know or is it somebody that you look up to um, you know celebrity or whatever it is okay and then if you can you so you sort of say well who out of these mentors has what you want or is doing what you want to do and what do you think are the are the qualities of that particular person that uh, enable them to deserve to get what they where they are right yep and so then you look at the gap so you go oh, oh this is what i'm doing and this is how i'm getting in the way of myself these, mm. this, these are the qualities that i identify with with these people and what makes them successful yep how is how am i different to that and then what you do is you write down all of the qualities that you like about them and that you admire and then you start to adopt those into your personality hell yeah so it's almost like yeah like bridging bridging the gap as you said which Kev I know you fucking love yeah. from identity one to identity two if we if we call it that you know writing down it's so simple it's it's, it's so simple isn't it it is 
It's Is so it? simple that it's so easy not to do. That's right, 100%. Yeah. It's quite often, and, and we see this a lot in the line of work that we do, um, it, it's quite often a culmination of the small things that you do mm. that makes it happen in the end. Yeah. You know, you've got to, you, you can't, you can't run a mile by taking a one mile step. You've got to run a mile by taking one step at a time, whether mm. that be half a meter, one meter, two inches even. Yeah. But the small steps that you take each and every single day all come together in the end to make the big thing happen. And that's base, that's, that's basic gap analysis of mm. where you're at now versus where you want to be or who you want to become. Mm. And then just taking the steps to take to close that gap. Yeah. Bridget. Well, then the next the next step in that process is uh, you write all of those things down with the with the uh, two words. Just got a selfie, two, guys. <laughs> the two words, the two words. I am. I am. Okay. I am. I am. Yeah. I am. And then you'll have all of the qualities. So let's say one of the qualities or some of the qualities might be I am aggressive, I am determined, I am focused. And you and you write all these things down because they're they're values of your new identity. Now yep. let me just put the one caveat. You, this is an identity that you don't have to walk around with all the time. Yes, so, okay. So this is your secret identity. This is your alter ego that you bring out when you need to. This is your Superman and... Yeah, yeah, yeah this is your, your superhero identity, so to speak. Cool. Yep, and so when you, when you show up to training or whatever, you have all of this, this identity that you'll identify with. That's who you'll become when you walk through the doors. So you can, as much as you like, you can create a new identity that means something to you. And so that's the next step is is once you've got all of that and you know roughly what kind of qualities that this identity has, mm. create a backstory for it. it. It doesn't have to be you. Like it could, you know, it could be, you could say that you're, you know, when you get in there and I sort of talk to the fighters about this is, you could be going in there in your mind thinking I'm, I'm a Viking. Yeah. Whatever it is, whatever it is that's gonna help you get through it and, and do what you gotta do. And you can give it a name. It doesn't have to be you. It can be. It can be like, you know, like, have you ever had friends that they say, well, sometimes when I'm drinking, this other personality comes out and I've given it a name. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. I've never, like, yeah, that's actually a really good point. Like, yeah. Oh, when I, especially when people do dumb shit. They're like, yes. oh, God, just like when I get drunk, I'm pretty sure I've said it before, like, I just become a dickhead. Like, there yeah, you're yeah. giving yourself an identity, like, yeah, yeah. of a dickhead. Yeah. And what are the traits of a dickhead? <laughs> don't, yeah, yeah. don't do that. And it, yeah. also, and it also gives you permission to keep fucking making mistakes yeah <laughs> when you drink yeah because you justify it yeah, yeah. I was drunk. that wasn't that wasn't me that was I, I know a guy and you do too um who has an alter ego when he gets past a certain point of drunkenness and he calls it buddy and so whenever the, anything happens he's like oh that was buddy yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. and palmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I was yeah. going to say. Like you palmed yeah. off the buddy. Yeah, so yeah. interesting that you know what and how you think becomes a big part of how you act in your character. Mm. So how you how you interact with the world is all created in your mind. You can take on any kind of identity, yeah. any flavor you want, any characteristic. You can view someone or have a look at someone or. or look at someone and go, I just wanted that little tiny piece of you in me mm. and adopt it straight away. And then you show up to the world in that way. Yeah. And it's crazy to be able to think that all of that gets created through a thinking process Yeah, and then you make it real through your <coughs> actions. Mm. And once you know where you're going, like, you know, you've literally just given like a plan, like a little map. And 
what I'm, I'm going to quickly put it in, put it out there. Look, we've you've got five things here that you're going to be covering on there, like unleashing the animal instinct. And we've just only covered one very briefly yes. on what you're going to tackle. And already I'm looking at that like, oh shit, this is going to be huge. Yeah, the, even even that right there, I've got it written down on my bit of paper right now, and I'm going top three go uh, top three goals. What are your roadblocks? Fundamental. What do you admire about them? Adopt their values, yep. or as well as your own, and then create an identity. Yeah, and then the, the very last step is try it on. Yeah. So yeah. action. Yeah. Try it on. Of course it is. Put the suit on. And you just rip the shirt open and let's see the S on your chest. You just do it, man. I bet it's not real exciting. I bet it's like, you know, it's going to be a little bit overwhelming because it's something <laughs> completely new. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're if you're focused and you're confident, if you're bringing those across as well, like you mm. just you just leave with your best foot forward, I suppose. And well, you know, the other thing is if you don't feel confident and if you don't uh, feel focused or if you don't or if you feel a little bit like oh I don't want to do this, mm. well that's that's your old identity. Yeah. So you've got to you've got to find the part or, or the uh, the the spot in that new identity or that version of yourself mm-hmm. that doesn't feel that way. Mm. So the, the, that new version of yourself doesn't have those thoughts, and if it does have those thoughts, it's like it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, they're just thoughts. I'm not going to delve into that because I'm too focused on being a badass. Because this is what we spoke about before. And you put it to work because people could be listening to this. Like, this is all well and good. And, you know, I've heard this stuff before. But here is the power of it. Because you worked with, you started working with a fighter who was on the back of four losses. And yeah. he was a boxer, am I correct? He was an, an MMA fighter. MMA fighter. Yeah. So coming off the back of four losses, you Four, you know, losses, four losses that he had been stopped in. He had been stopped, which is it like... It wasn't like a points loss. He had been stopped all four times. Okay, so you, your ego's probably pretty fucking shot by now. Um, and then he comes and he works with you and he uses this this system that you've created yeah. much more in-depth than what we're going into now. Yeah. But then his next fight wins a title. So for what had happened was... Point knockout. No, no. So what, oh, so no. what, what had happened? So what had happened was... Uh, he said to me, he'd come off these losses and he'd said, I don't have the aggression anymore. It's no. gone. I need to find it again. I used to be really aggressive. I used to, you know, and I just don't have that anymore. So we did a little bit of, we did exactly this stuff. Yeah. And a few other processes that, that we'll do next weekend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he'd written down his goals and one of his goals was to win a title. Now, he had had a little bit of time off from fighting in the cage and an opportunity came up through another another promoter that I know mm-hmm. he needed a fighter for a show and it was short notice now Matt is always fit like he when he's not fighting he runs Spartan races and he, oh, wow. he's crazy fit so he was ready and I just said hey listen man do you want to take this fight and I said it's a little bit lighter than what you're used to fighting at but if you can get down to the weight you can get the fight mm-hmm. and he said that yep he'll do it so I, I spoke to the to the promoter and the promoter said, uh, "Yep, great, that's awesome. I really, I really appreciate it." And I said, "We'll take the fight if it's still for a title, because it was for a title, and the, and the opponent had pulled out." Right. And I said, "If it's still for the title, I'll uh, throw Matt in." And he said, "Yeah, why not?" And Matt won it. Won the title. He won the title. First won boxing title. fight ever. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then his next fight, which was in the cage, uh, he he won that in first round finish. Stopped the guy in the first round. 
He then went on to fight in what they call an Aussie Tough Man, which is just about to start again in September. So last year, Aussie Tough Man is two divisions, under 80 kilos and over 80 kilos. He went in, he squeezed into the under 80s. It was a hard cut for him because he usually fights at about 85. But anyway, he got into the under 80 and he was in there with a lot of experienced guys. Mm -hmm. It's a 16 man elimination fight. So you fight and if you win, you fight again. And if you win on the same night, bang, 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 $20,000 prize money. Now, Matt was coming from an MMA background. Most of these guys were, were kickboxers or, or, I don't think there's too many boxers, but there might have been one or two. And he, first, first guy that he fought, he knocked him out the second round. Next guy that he fought, he knocked him out in the first round. Next guy that he fought, he knocked him out in the second round. Third, uh, the fourth fight, he, which was the final, he got stopped. He'd taken a lot of damage to the leg in the previous fight and this guy just kicked his leg, kicked his leg, kicked his leg. So I actually stopped the fight. He didn't want to stop it. I stopped it halfway through because he, he couldn't stand on his leg. So I mean, I mean he made it he made it all the way through to the final, knocking out three guys on the on the same night. Jeez. There yeah. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. And coming from a guy who had been who had been on a losing streak previous to this. Mm. And then the next fight that he fought I, I could be wrong and you'd have to talk to him about this but I think that was the first fight that ever went the distance because he was like either I'm knocking them out or they're knocking me out mm. and that fight he lost to a split decision but I watched that fight and it was a hell of a fight it mm. was it, man those two guys beat the hell out of each other and actually Matt made a mess of this fella's face oh wow but just missed out on the uh, decision and you know he was really happy with his performance mm. So yeah. what what what's what, what's the biggest difference? And I know we're going to be rounding off a bit we soon. We can but, go over a bit, yeah. Um, what would you say is the was the biggest difference in sh- like the biggest shift or the biggest change, the biggest difference between losing and then coming back and winning the title, winning that sort of thing for Matt? Yeah. Mm. Well, it was one hundred percent the way that he showed up. So uh, the way that he was showing up, not just to the fight, but to training. And this is one of the things that we talked about. So I was like, you have to show up and train the way that you want to fight. And that means not just physical, but mental. So you need to be able to, like, you can go to work that, you know, for, from nine to five and you can be, you know, this character who you just want to be at work. Yeah. And then as soon as you get into the gym, you need to, you, you need to know the system on how to do it. You can't just walk into the gym and be like, I'm now fucking Conor McGregor. Yeah. Or I am now, you know, Eric Lillybridge. It just it just doesn't work like that. You've got to know how to tap into it, get like find the emotions yeah. and I mean there's, there's, believe it. There's a bunch of stuff that we that we can do that helps you do that. Mm. And we'll go over that on the weekend. Um, but it's I mean some people can. Mm-hmm. Some people can just sort of you know, and shift their state like that. But it take I would I would think that those people have practiced that. Yeah, it is. It's a skill, isn't it? And it's one thing, because I know Kev could just riff off this for the next hour. You spoke earlier about um, the yeah, your fighter, he wrote out his goals, and it was to win a title fight. Yeah. And then his next fight was a title fight. And Kev, I've just written here, and got your name next to it. You just have to put it out there. <laughs> you do have to put it out there. That's, I mean, like, if you don't put it out there, then how is anyone else ever going to know about it or yeah. help you do it? Yeah. You know, if you keep it inside, 
it will only ever stay inside and and you know not to take this morbid but the day you go yeah it will remain with you inside um you know putting it out there is is actually just another way of saying this is the start of my legacy and i'm yeah. building it yes and, and finding a way to believe it yeah is mm. important and you know you you would have experienced this maybe in your own life or, or you've seen it in other people's and that's you'll see people that are telling themselves something but they don't believe it you know like they'll be like i'm going to win the lotto and they never win the lotto because I mean, you know, it's a chance, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. But but when you're writing out something like a goal, where it's something that you can actually work towards, yep. Then you write it out. It's there. It's it's in reality. And then the more you look at it, that look at that, and the more that you start focusing on that and understanding that it's possible. Mm-hmm. You don't even if you're in a spot where you're like this this shit doesn't work. You don't have to go. It's 100 percent going to work. You just got to understand that it's possible, and then just sort of relax. Like he didn't hunt that that title he wasn't like going after promoters going i want a title shot he just wrote it down and kind of i guess he probably forgot about it like he would have been thinking about it but i don't think he would have been like oh when's my title shot because he never mentioned it to me yeah you just have to be ready and like if you put it out there like if a i see it as you you write down goals to um to grow and by the time you've written like that that goal becomes available to you you have to be ready to be the person to accept it. Because like, I like, when people talk about goals, I'm always thinking like what sits behind it or what holds it up is challenge. Like it's mm. gonna be a challenge probably to reach a goal if it's big enough. And I'm sure like a lot of people have big goals. So, and you can't get any bigger than in a fighter's like mind of a, a championship. Same way as um, it could be a goal for just a general, like just a general population person or just get into the fucking gym. It might just be, I need to get to the gym, but they might tell themselves, oh, but people are gonna judge me. I don't know what to do. And it's just like, if you want something, you gotta fucking go out there and get it. And if you're still in a space of uncertainty and just getting a little bit overwhelmed and then which causes just like inaction and you just freeze and just fucking stand there, then you've got to learn how to you, you just need to learn something new. You need to fuck that off yeah. and just replace it with something because it, like, it's, it's so important. And when we were talking about it, I see, I see what you, you've spoke to me about it before and what we're going to be covering. And, you know, I, I, I almost, I, I do it with a lot of my lifters already, but there's, there's so much depth to this and it can just apply from like, we've got lifters coming to this on the 29th. who are going to be competing two weeks later, yeah. but they're gonna have the edge over all the other like powerlifters there. I'm, I'm sure of it because none of them have sat down with Luke Swanson to cover all this stuff with 20 plus years of, and fuck, God knows, like as many fighters as you can sh- shake a stick at. Um, and they're gonna have the edge there, which could potentially be the difference between third place and fourth place mm. or fourth place and first place, yeah. you know? And even if, you, and the reason why I get so excited about it is, even if you were just a, just just someone who, they might not even be interested in fucking training. You might just be like, I just wanna know how to write down my goals and execute them. Mm-hmm. Then you've already like just, you've already been given the, 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 the steps by the way, yeah. but to apply it, you need to get around the right people to do it. Yeah. You know, so. Absolutely. And they're just, that's just literally like, we've gone for t- like 30 minutes now. I'm sure we can go for another fucking th- like 30 hours on it all, but we'll start sort of wrapping it up. And again, guys, we've got the, uh, how to un- like, uh, when I say unleash the animal instinct, when I say animal instinct, it's just attacking life with no fear. 
and just fucking going at it. Yeah. What, well, what else well, perhaps a, a better way of putting that might be to to attack life with courage because yeah. courage means overcoming fear. Boom. You know, we're all going to experience fear, and and if we talk about oh, I want to go into this with no fear, you're going to be fucking surprised because come come crunch time, there's going to be fear there. It's going to be fear, yeah. You know that that fear is is easily overcome mm. when you have a belief that that you know how to overcome it. But if you haven't confronted that fear on a daily basis, like if you're not confronting it in the gym and you know like uh, facing those emotions, much much harder to to teach somebody on the day mm-hmm. how to do that and how to breathe through it and how to access that identity that they need to. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you've been doing the training up until that point, the mind training, well then you can tap into it yeah. a lot easier. You know, like say for instance, um, let's say you decided that you wanted to have a fight. Yep. And <clears throat> we did all the training in the gym. We did all the physical work. You were fit, you mm-hmm. were strong, you, you could you knew the, the the technical side of it, but let's just say I didn't teach you how to get around any <coughs> excuse me around any of the uh, the really heavy duty kind of emotional stuff. Yeah, the then, environment's going to be yeah. different, isn't so it? So then when you turn up on the day and I'm wrapping your hands up and you're feeling nervous and I'm going and, and then I'm trying to explain to you how to manage that, mm. you you may get something out of that. Yeah, but if you if I told you right at the start, say if, say if it was a say if it was a eight week training camp yeah so if I told you at the start here's what I want you to practice every time you come into the gym every time you spar because sparring is the closest that you can get to fighting yeah you want to be going through all of these things and these these are the techniques that you want to master so then on that day when I go how are you feeling and you say oh I'm a little bit nervous I go do the stuff that we worked on yeah and then you go yep cool and then you'll understand it you'll know how to do it you'll know how to get in there and, and access it and to be the same thing if I tried to tell you to do something in the middle of the fight. Yeah, and it gives you the edge over many other like competitors if that's, if that's where you're looking to go, or just the edge just in life. That's it, yeah. Look, it doesn't matter whether you're fighting, whether you're a powerlifter, whether you're a nine to fiver, whether you're a fireman, a policeman, whether you are a mum or a dad, like it yeah. doesn't matter. The process is the same. Every single tree you see started as a seed. Mm. Yeah. It's about planting that seed and nurturing it and growing it and making sure that you build the environment around that seed that yeah. it needs to sprout and break through the surface of the soil so it can grow into a nice tree. Mm. Putting it out there and like, you know, your vision and goals and what you want, that's just sowing a seed. Then you go about the process of nurturing it. And yeah. All of this are big, massive chunks of how to achieve what you really want. It doesn't matter that it's not fighting or lifting. It's, it's in any domain of life yeah that's the beautiful part so i think this is going to be a fantastic workshop i really do Fuck yeah and we're not even not even finished yet we've got um we've got luke coming as well as your the the, the matt, fighter the matt yeah um, matt elan his name is matt elan he's the he's the gentleman who won the title um, he's gonna be coming in next week and just getting a, i suppose a real life example of someone who's tested this system that you're gonna uh, teach people yeah um on uh, at animal instinct and and so people can just get just a little bit more of an insight mm, just yeah and you know like he he's he's uh battle tested quite literally yes you know he he went in there and did it in what i think is one of the hardest arenas to sort of to sort of get your head around mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're in there with somebody who wants to cause you harm yes 
and that's where the fight or flight comes. Yeah. Now, do you want to fight or do you want to fight? Because right. if you keep fucking flighting, then you're going to get nowhere. That's right. Well, that's going to suck. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> any final thoughts? No, I'm I'm happy to to leave it there, and we'll pick it up at next week when yeah, that's right. it. If um, if if you have any inkling at all, or any idea, or any ambition to want to set a goal, to want to explore more of who you could become or what you could achieve, mm-hmm. if there's anything at all that's sitting in you that says, you know what, I wouldn't mind having a crack at this. Yep. This is the place to be. Get to this workshop. Do what it takes. I think we'll leave it there. Yeah. We'll see you next Thursday. See you guys. Talk soon, everyone.